Hello everyone, Elle here. Welcome to the first episode of English for Managers and Leaders. In today's episode, I want to talk about the concept of business acumen. And we use this term acumen in English to refer to expertise or skill. So when we say business acumen, we are talking about having a really good business sense. Someone who can look at a situation in the workplace and see both the risks and the opportunities and make really good choices based on the information is said to have good business acumen. But this isn't just about a natural ability. You can improve your business acumen and you can help the people who report to you, your direct reports, your subordinates, you can help them improve their business acumen. Because really a person needs to understand a few things to have really good business acumen. They need to understand how a business operates and makes money. And that sounds probably terribly easy and simple, but there are a lot of people working in an organization who don't understand how the business truly operates. They don't know how the business earns its money because that isn't part of their responsibility. So educating yourself on how your business operates and how it makes money is a way to improve your business acumen. Another way to do this is to pay attention to trends. Watch the relevant trends that are happening in your industry, in your functional area of the organization. Because when we can anticipate the relevant trends, then we start to notice patterns. And people who notice patterns make decisions earlier than people who aren't good at recognizing patterns and anticipating relevant trends. Someone with really good business acumen has to be able to navigate change. People tend to resist change even though we know that it's necessary. Even when we are presented with all of the reasons that this change is going to improve profit, decrease waste, bring turnover down to an optimal level, we still tend to resist change. It's in our nature as humans, I think. But a person who can navigate change, who can see that change and help others deal with their fear, help others embrace the change, a person who can use ADCAR or Cotter's three-step method or Lewin's method, or excuse me, Cotter's eight-step method and Lewin's three-step method to implement a change in the workplace, a person who can do that is valuable. They have good business acumen. And finally, if you can leverage external and internal positives and negatives. And of course, I'm referring to strengths, weaknesses, threats, and opportunities. If you can look at what's happening inside of your organization and see the strengths that your organization has that helps you be competitive, and if you can see the weaknesses that could cause harm to your business, and then make choices accordingly, then you have good business acumen and you will be marketable in your workplace. 
On the other hand, if you can look outside, if you can look externally and see the threats that could harm your organization, if you can see the opportunities outside that can benefit your organization, then you have good business acumen. So let's talk about a few examples of these strengths, weaknesses, threats, and opportunities. So within your organization, if you have found a way to create something faster than your competition or for less money than your competition, then you have a strength and you can leverage that strength. If, on the other hand, you are facing a talent gap, a talent shortage, because you need people with a very specialized skill or knowledge, then that could be a weakness and certainly one that needs to be addressed before it causes harm to your business. If we're looking outside, if we're looking at those external components, then we're talking about threats and opportunities, of course. So a threat might be that a competitor has just opened a business in the same area as your business. A threat could be a new law or government regulation that has been passed. But an opportunity could be that your target market just grew or one of your competitors just went out of business or decided to focus in another area so they're no longer competing with you. No matter what external or internal elements your organization is dealing with, if you can see those, if you can explain those clearly to other people in your organization, and if you can leverage the positives while mitigating the negatives, then you will have good business acumen and you will be an asset to your company. And while I was talking about strengths and weaknesses and opportunities and threats, did you notice that I was simply using the elements of a SWOT analysis, S-W-O-T? You may have used this in your workplace already. If not, it's a really good concept to do some research about a SWOT analysis because you can use this to help see what could work against your business and what your business has going for it that it can leverage in order to be extremely strong and to not fall prey to the threats and weaknesses that all businesses face. So let's sum up this concept of business acumen. In order to have business acumen, you have to have awareness, awareness of what's going inside of your organization and what is happening in the world, the business world, the economy, government, politics, outside of your organization. You also need to have knowledge of several areas within your organization. Just because you are in finance doesn't mean that you need to know only about finance. People with good business acumen are literate in multiple areas of business. And finally, in order to have good business acumen, you have to have good critical thinking skills. You have to be able to see patterns 
make connections that other people miss. You have to be really strong at solving problems in ways that other people don't think of. Solving a problem in a way that it hasn't been solved before so that you are innovative. But if you stop at innovation, you have a really good imagination and that is a wonderful thing. That's a good first step. But you have to go beyond that and be creative. You have to create something that wasn't there before. And it doesn't have to be a physical thing. It can be an idea that wasn't there before, a problem-solving strategy that wasn't there before, a way to train and develop people that no one had thought of before. I hope you enjoyed this first episode of English for Managers and Leaders, and I hope that you picked up on some new vocabulary like business acumen, leveraging, mitigating, external versus internal, SWOT analysis, relevant trends, critical thinking, literacy, when it's used to mean something other than just reading and writing ability. I look forward to to talking with you in the second episode. Thanks, everyone.